to go into, let's call it the internal cauldron of my emotions. Welcome to the Internal Cauldron of Emotions. I am Erin. I am Tammy. And welcome to the, Ni- the Nick Cage Experience. Extravaganza. <laughs> this is a Nick Cage tribute podcast where we discuss all the good things we love about Nick and his movies. And they're not always great and they're not always bad. So. <laughs> 50-50. You never know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... Let's just get straight into it. Tammy, what's our drink for this episode? Uh, today's drink, sorry if you listened last time and <laughs> you were with us with Raising Arizona and our guest, Aubrey, who made this delicious tiki drink. So sorry, you're back really? to the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> you're back to just us being like Googling shit and then sending it to each other. And like, what do you think about this? So um, this is kind of a spin on a drink called the Grand Canyon, which includes vodka, peach schnapps, um, and ginger. Nope, just kidding. <laughs> orange juice um and so we based on the movie have called it the cliffhanger and to make this drink you need two ounces of vodka two ounces of peach schnapps three ounces of lemonade a splash of orange juice you're going to garnish that with some lemon zest a lemon slice and a dribble of grenadine for some minimal bloodshed in the movie. I mean, it's rated PG-13, I think, right? It, I think it is. And it's more, um, like, imaginative violence. Like, oh, I bet there would be blood if that happened situation. <laughs> that's, a gr- that's, the, that's the new movie. It's called There Would Be Blood instead yeah, of There, there will, will Be, be Blood. blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Copyright. All right. Cheers to cheers. Nick. Cheers. Wait, and- that wasn't good. Let's do it again. Okay. There we go. Okay. This is pretty yummy. Mmm. This is really good. Yeah. You guys, we did okay. So when you go to take a sip of it, all you get is just straight lemon, which I love. Because it's the zest in the lemon slice. I feel like the lemon with the peach mm-hmm. followed real close with the peach. I think you're right. I'm glad we didn't do the gin. I would like to try this with gin, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Erin is more of a gin gal. I love gin. But I, and, and I was willing to make that change mm-hmm. for her, but then we thought the vodka might be better with the lemonade. This is so tasty. Yeah, this tastes like summer. This tastes like, we're going to have to make this as a punch mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And float around the pool. Oh my God. Yeah. So so we should do that after this. Okay. Well, <laughs> the pool 76, it's it's 82 outside. I know. It's barely warmer than the springs. <laughs> it's not even human temperature yet. <laughs> So how have you been since mm. last we chatted? So I have an update on the topless lady. Oh, <laughs> the saga continues. Yes. So actually leaving your house one night, mm. um, I was headed home and I was like, something is in the middle of the road. So I slowed down. And I stopped and I, I saw it was her. I was like, oh, fuck, it's her. Was she she had she had it No, she had a shirt on this time. Okay. Maybe it was But I recognized cold. her face and her very short, like, crew cut that she had. And so she continued on her way and I, I got to the stoplight. and But I was keeping an eye out for her behavior. And somebody in, like, two lanes over from me had to stop completely because she was just in the middle of the road not moving. So oh when she finally did move out of their way the person started to roll past 
And on my side view, I see her reach out and try to grab one of their car doors. Oh, my goodness. I was like, the topless lady is getting violent. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. But keep everybody on Lane Avenue. Keep yourself for a topless keep or not topless uh, white-haired crew cut kind of woman with this, um now we've turned into like a crime show i know if you have any tips please the topless lady on lane avenue she i swear like she That's had her shirt part, trying to like get into smith's car anybody i don't well, care i mean the guy like gender so size he age, also no. pulled up and stopped at the same stoplight i was at and i was staring at him to like see his reaction and he he was like in his eyes were like darting to mirrors like he was keeping shit he, like i'm positive yeah, it doesn't matter where you're from no, that's I'm, just not. I'm positive he okay. would have sped through that light if she had approached his car yet. But she just after she tried to get his car door open, he she, he drove to the, he got to the stoplight and she just continued on her merry insane way. Wow. Um. Oh, and I think my cardinal, my male cardinal, has two lady friends. Ooh. Intrigue. Well, I was watching today and there was two Ew. lady. No, no. <laughs> there were two. Because I, I put new, I put more bird feet out and I do this whistle now to let them know. I'm like, hey. Well, you're like Katniss. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to like. cardinals. Well, I. Birds are dumb and also smart simultaneously. Mm. Just like people. Yep. So I know that they will recognize like sounds so like mm-hmm. i make sure to try to do the same whistle every time to like let them know like food's here so usually it works in the in the male cardinal is up my ass the second i start even start to walk away from the bird feeder not even inside the house like he'll be like hey this you got some mine. food um but i was watching today because it it like sprinkled and it, it made apparently all of the birds go crazy. It was like bird party in my backyard. Like dogs? Like yeah. Like it rains and the dogs are like, they yeah. get wet or they take a bath and then they like it lose kept their balls. on and off sprinkling and like I was just watching and it was like I had the windows open because it was cool. And so the birds were just like, birds! Birds everywhere! <laughs> and just like flying. It was like a dove party for a while. They were on any perch that they could be on. They were just like, we're here. And then there was, like, a bunch of titmouses rolling around. But then I was watching, and then the male cardinal was going back and forth to two different ladies. Oh, my. And sharing seeds with them. Oh, Which I was lovely. like, maybe one of them lost their male love, and she needed a, a fella. Which I was like, that's polite. That was very polite. Yeah. Well, do, I they, don't... do they, like, I know penguins are a bird that are supposed to mate, mate for, for life. life. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they're a a for lifer or for a seasoner, but I have a. (laughs) I have just like people. (laughs) I I think they are more life ish. I I've also seen all of those Carolina wrens that the ones that made the nest in my awning. Mm -hmm. They've been like hanging out on my porch, which is really annoying because like I'll go to look at my porch and they're like she's here and then they scatter to like a foot that way because they're like oh i can't go far from the nest oh, you're like a regular like aurora in the woods kind of once they start lady. helping me get dressed i'm i'm there <laughs> but at this point but that's my whole thing oh but i oh i forgot i for, fucking forgot i got a new kindle i was ready to tell me i got I think a, last night yeah i got a new kindle thanks to my husband Aww. um i've had the very first color kindle since Ooh. they came out with it for like i've had it this long it still works great by the way so amazon products mm-hmm. thumbs up 
um, on the longevity of your products because it's been like seven years. Uh, but he gave me a new Kindle. It's a Kindle Fire 7, 7 Fire, whatever. But I have spent the last like two days loading it up with a shit ton of new books. And so Yay. now I'm reading more. But because I have ADHD, I am listening to a book on mm -hmm. Audible. I'm also reading a book on my Kindle, and I also have a hard copy book that I'm also reading. So I'm reading. I always read three books at a time. Mm -mm. Just my brain would explode. It just depends. I'm like, oh, tonight I want to, I want to read this book. Tonight I want to read that book. It's amazing. Yeah. So that's that's. I'm really excited. I also joined the Goodreads 2001. 2021. <laughs> I was like, whoa, they're time whoa. travelers. You didn't tell me about this group. I, uh, I, I joined the Goodreads 2021 read whatever amount. Of, like, you pick the amount. So I put 10. Cool. I put 10 books. So I'm going to try to read. I've already written, written. I've written two. Oh, my God. You're amazing. Read. I've already read two. So doing good. Awesome. How about you? What are you doing? How you doing? Um, How's your two weeks been? I only remember last weekend because <laughs> a lot of things happened. Um, <laughs> right. I forgot. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I was like, well, I know I'm going to cover it. My um, my life. And it, it's been a, it's been a tough. I, my work got real real busy the last couple of our weeks. Our brains are mushy. M mine's like falling out of my ears practically. <laughs> um, so one cool thing. Um, again, if you listen to our Raising Arizona um, and you listened in with our guest speaker Aubrey, we were talking about all of our mutual friends, Sarah. Is Sarah. getting married. And so we did a little um, bachelorette event for yes, her. We she, we actually, she had mentioned the event was coming and she was really excited. And we just decided this is what needs to happen. So it was my first also. <laughs> it was her first drag show. It was my first drag show. <laughs> um, we have amazing local talent at our Hamburger Mary's. And then they also had the main guest performer was Nina West. Nina West! Um, and it was really incredible. Just uh, incredible talent well, all around. And I really loved... T.P. Lords was from South. Was that's, from South Beach. That's true. I was, so. I was, I was getting to T.P. Out. That was what what I found really interesting is that everyone has their own style and they are so different. Like Nina was really cool in mm -hmm. that like sort of like old fashioned, you know, animated like God, she was just so, funny. so incredible. But then there was she's the, larger than life. Yes. It, it, and and I, I am a large gal. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, you are absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um. And T.P. Lord was, I have to admit, was my favorite who was from South Florida. Absolutely. T.P. Lord's was. Everyone was beautiful and like sashaying around. And like T.P. Lord comes out in this like really badass she techno music. The boots. Okay, those boots. Those she boots had were on. like a foot tall. They have like at least. I feel I, like it was, I was watching I, the boots. I was like, they're, they're how, like, how does she how, move about in them? How? She That's did that amazing. entire performance in those mm -hmm. boots. So it was like leather and really cool techno music, which is more my style. And she had the light up lightning bolt oh on gosh. the back. So she, when she came out, she had the lightning bolt on the back. She had. Um, like this, the, like the disco kind of disco thing. balls that she ended up flipping. 
slipping and they were yeah. like her shoulder pads and they went off and so it was just really cool leather but then, jacket. Wait. I'm so sorry. Sorry. This is my turn. Okay, I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Because Aubrey was next to me and um so like she's walking out and we see and then everything lights up on the jacket. It was just a really fucking cool jacket. I was like, man, I want that jacket. And Aubrey leans over and it was a whisper, but it's so loud there. It was really more of a yell. And she's like, Nick would totally wear that jacket. I'm like, Fuck yeah. And then, like, everybody does a second round. And TB Lord had, like, laser, like, laser fingers, which apparently is not good um, because green light is supposed to green lasers are really bad and you're not supposed to look at them. I, I was definitely super looked at right them. at them. That's what Aubrey said. And Aubrey does work with, ooh, um, with vision and rocket science. Vision and and so she science. said, yeah, I wasn't looking. I was like, oh, man, I was straight on, like, stare. I was just mesmerized. But, okay, so it. there was it's so incredible. much smoke in, in Hamburger Mary's like at the time. Stranger. So that, like, I was, did you see, I was like. Oh, I know. It was very true. I was, like, trying to grab, like, you guys can't see it, but, I like, my hands were trying yeah. to grab. Like, there's, that's, I have was, a video. It was, like, that 3D, it, whenever you go and see a 3D movie where, like, yeah. And you're trying to blow the leaf out of your face. Like, that's how I felt with the laser. I was like, there was smoke in the air, so it really, like, amplified yeah. the lasers. And it was just... Everyone oh, was amazing. So like, good. everyone was absolutely amazing. And we'll post some videos of it. But it was a really, really cool experience. So that was, like, my crazy thing. And then <laughs> I remember... Your normal thing. Um, that I had signed up for a microfiction writing challenge. Mm. I did the writing challenge um, previously. And so what they do... But this one, it was like, I think, a 1,000 or 1,500 words. I feel like last time it was at it least was 300. Longer. Yeah, no, it, it was either a 1,000 or 1,500. Um, or it was 1,500 and I thought it was 2,000, but I, it was a lot more words. Mm -hmm. And so what they do is they give you a genre, um, they give you a phrase and they give you like a thing and you have to organically work that in. And so last time I had electric car romance, I was like, I really like that story. It, it did come out well. And then hamburger. <laughs> And it was, it was like really like weird, but I, I ended up getting like third place in my, um, my level and then mm -hmm. I got to move forward and I got good feedback and it was just cool. So it was like, I'm going to do this again. So it said micro, micro was a hundred words. Yeah. Um, and so I got historical fiction, which if you are familiar with reading anything, you know that historical <laughs> That's fiction. That's one of my favorite It's categories. one of my favorite. I was so excited yeah. until I started trying to write it because that requires <laughs> so much detail for people to understand mm -hmm. where you are and why everything is happening in the way that it is. And I still only had 100 words. So I, I, I'm honestly, I felt that was really unfair. Like that, I feel like that, that genre should not have been included. What do they do? Like roll dice and they're like, I'm all sure right, Tammy's getting yeah, the hardest yeah. ones. It's definitely <laughs> random but I just feel like that particular you know because it's comedy romance mm -hmm. horror you can all of those things can be really quick but historical fiction and they were very clear like mm -hmm. it has to you be have authentic to. of that time period mm -hmm. and the person and all this kind of stuff I'm like, oh my god so I had it was fiction. really good thank you I I so Tammy sent me the rough draft which I was like babe this is way over 100 words. the first was 300 <laughs> and I was so proud and then I counted and I was like Shit. it was like I I was there it it needed tweaks here and there but 
and I was just like, oh, it's really good. You should change this and, and remove this or like add this or whatever. And or I was like, yeah, it's good, but it needs some fixing. And she was like, oh, well, it's got to be 100. So I've already pared it down. And yeah, yeah, that was just my my 300 words off the top of my head. And then I read it to like get all the spelling and all that. Um, so it was a historical yeah. fiction. I have to like chop it. The apart. action was wiggle your toes and the word was waste. So I went with. And I was really proud of myself for this coming popping into my head so fast. I went with um, Martha Gellhorn, who was um, an amazing journalist, um, one of the very few female journalists of the Spanish-American War, World War One, and World War Two, and she was the only female war reporter um, on D-Day because she literally snuck onto a military ship. I was, I was like, I, yeah. I recognized the term the Martha, but it, mm -hmm. it just like it didn't. Yeah. And so, so that was know. okay. Yeah. So I learned something today. You learn, we all learned something. So I submitted that. I'll find out in a month how that went. But I, I I'm wish still you, very proud of I myself. I wish you, oops. I wish you the best of luck. Let's cheers to it. hundred was real crazy. Your Salvador Dali backdrop is insane. Boop. He's insane. <laughs> on her, on her iPad. It's, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a crazy, like watercolor. All right. Aggressive Salvador Dali staring at Aggressive watercolor. <laughs> That doesn't go together. No, it. Like, what else would you call that? <laughs> Mentalists, magicians, illusionists. You'd be shocked to know that sometimes, not often, but sometimes, it's the real deal. Masquerading as an act. Hiding behind a few $50 tricks. Hiding in plain sight. Let's dig into the synopsis of next. <laughs> so this movie, okay, I'll let you talk about it. It's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, so next is from 2007, and I didn't pay attention to who directed it or anything like that because, yep. Uh, <laughs> I paid attention to the actors. Yes, the actors I did pay attention to. Um, 2007... It's available on uh, Amazon Prime, which was weird because when I looked at it, it said it wasn't. But then you look at it again, it says it is. So yeah. Amazon Prime, if you have the membership, I think it's the regular $3.99 to rent. It's also available if you have the stars add-on on any streaming service. Um, and you can rent it on Apple and all that good stuff and YouTube. Uh, so as everybody knows, we are going to be talking about pinpoints of the... <laughs> plot points, not pinpoints. <laughs> plot points of the movie. So spoilers are ahead. If you haven't seen it, pause now. Blah blah blah. You guys know the drill. Tammy, are you ready? I am. <laughs> so are the you... director I was pulling it up is Lee Tamahori. Lee doesn't do it. Good. Um, and <laughs> you may know him from Triple X. That okay. That there's a lot of references to Triple X in this. I've seen like there. Okay. There's like one. I think one reference. Oh. And they're like, oh, it's the same one as Triple X, and I was just like, cool, fun, sense. fun story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Um. So some fun things that I'll point out that I noticed in the credits. I have watched this before. Um. Just before we even did the podcast, we're like, oh, yeah, that movie, I remember. So I, I watched it about a year ago and was like, this, I mean, you know, it's like an action movie and some things don't make sense. But, okay, like, it's fine. It's it's not Humanity Bureau. 
No, okay. So there's that. So, um, <laughs> you know, paying a little bit more attention, I watch the credits. Normally during credits, I'm going to get snacks. Like, I'm making um, chocolate-covered popcorn or something. So I've paid attention You're to it. You're bougie, I'm just like, hit three on the mic and then come <laughs> back and then I have popcorn. Um, something that was very interesting in the credits, um, opening credits, I don't know if you noticed... It says it was produced by Nicolas Cage. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah and I got some info about that. And then it also said that it was based on the novel mm-hmm. The Golden Man by Philip K. Dick. And I wrote guys, that down, actually, and actually rewound it. Yeah. I saw Philip K. Dick and was like, pardon, what? Right. I had no idea. So um, I immediately then went through all of my Philip K. Dick in my um, Kindle and on the bookshelf. And unfortunately, I have a lot of collected works, and I have different things. You probably know him. Most people are probably he, familiar with Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, which was mm-hmm. Blade Runner. Um, he did a Scanner Darkly. There he was did Man also in the High the, Castle, um, which was real popular on the Amazon. Series on... There's another Amazon series. It's uh, Electric Dream. Yes, Electric um, Dreams. It's kind of like... I really enjoyed it. I, I did too. It's like Black Mirror, but not as dark because it's more science fiction as a, as opposed to science fiction when it goes horribly wrong. Yeah, Black Mirror, I feel like, could actually happen. Yeah. Like, in our near future. Yeah. And then with Electric Dreams, I was, more it's a little bit further near out. Near future science fiction. Yeah. It's, it's in the next, that's more in the next, like, 50 years, and Black Mirror is more, like, in the next, like, 10 to 15. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So, I did a little research. I was bummed because I had planned to read the book, or, or short story, and it's not available. Um, you actually had to buy the book. Oh, my God, what kind of world do we live in? Wait, and I you wasn't couldn't get it on, time. like, Kindle or no, something? No, Or when I looked, I couldn't. I could only get the paper version of it. But I did read the synopsis, and... Um, it's, it'll be part of my Nick Doug. I'll, I'll okay. save it for the end. Okay. Um, so, so the movie starts with this flashback of this girl. All good movies start with a flashback, right? <laughs> Just um, as all good movies start with a yeah, two start, minute start, start, dialogue start from, on start the screen. From way back when. Um, and so, you know, we see Nick, he's looking for this girl, he's at a booth, he's checking his watch, and then zoom, now we're in Vegas, mm-hmm. and Nick we find out is Frank Cadillac and he is a uh, prestigious <laughs> he is a magician in I wrote, Vegas not doing that great <laughs> um, i don't feel that his acts you know like the act was bad it's mm-hmm. just you know people were like meh i'm drunk and i'd rather be spending there's, my money okay there's as it oh this drink is making my burp pardon oh, me my goodness. <laughs> But as, like, in Vegas, I'm sure there's, like, a thousand magic acts. Right. And I'm sure there's a thousand singing acts and mm-hmm. a thousand dancing acts or whatever. Right. And so, it is Nick. I mean, obviously, if I heard that Nick Cage was doing a, a I said music show, a magic show. <laughs> I would show, do that, too. <laughs> I would go to both of those because it's Nick Cage, but under, you know, fiction. Frank, Frank Cadillac. Right. I, I, I would not. So he's doing it his little like thing. It sounds like such a fake name. It does. It does. We also see um, Julianne Moore. We later find out that her um, she's agent Callie Ferris. And she's with her partner. And they're just checking him out. And her partner's like, the fuck are we doing here? And she's like, just watch. Like, how did, he, watch. how did he do this? All this kind of stuff. And so obviously they're cop-like people. So it's kind of like, what's going on? And yet another Nick voiceover movie. I feel like this is maybe the fourth one where the beginning 
is just Nick talking about stuff. And so it's this montage of him like walking through the casino and talking about how he knows how to like play the cards, but not too mm-hmm. much because then they'll be on to you. Yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And so I, I never, re- I never realized until now I was like, good God, this is like the fourth one we've seen. That seems to be, I don't know if that's a, his choice. If directors think he's really good at it, but it's another Nick voiceover. I wrote, thing. he's a clever gambler, never hitting jackpots. Exactly. Um, and it, it basically tells you sort of his whole backstory. And he explains that he can see two minutes into hit the future, but only his own, except for her. So now there's some mysterious gal that he's all interested in. Um, but he does mention, and this is something that's sort of reiterated in the film, that every time he looks at his future, it changes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sort of like this time-traveling paradox. Yeah, where I wrote, you go through I wrote that down stuff. too, yeah. Yeah, so it's like he it, once he realizes what's going to happen to him and he starts making actions to try to avert that, inevitably it's also going to change future things mm-hmm. as well. So he's uh, going through that. He's, he's trying to get his extra money because the magic show just isn't quite enough. Security notices him. They decide to, like, go after him. He realizes that they're going after him, and it's this... Like, little fun, like, Ocean's Eleven, slippy, slidey through the crowd, trying mm-hmm. to get away from I him. actually really enjoyed that. I thought that was good. That was one of the better the, parts of the film. Because he's, like, changing his, like, outfit, like, as he yeah, and moves he just, about. He's, he, like, like grabbing an hat. old man's hat and just, Yeah, and he know, takes subtle. off his outfit, and then he, he, like, he takes off his, like, what was that, like, a fluffy... A fluffy uh, the pirate shirt yeah <laughs> I don't know like, what they're called magician like, shirt the like magician shirt um <laughs> he takes off what he was originally wearing he has like a black t-shirt underneath and mm-hmm. then he uses that to create his new right outfit and he always basically. knows when someone's gonna be around in the corner so that's when he's like bending down into yeah. the vending machine or something like that and and so you see the agents on the ground the i shouldn't say agents the security guards mm-hmm. at this point the, the casino the they're still, yeah they're, still in they're the casino. trying to get him on the ground but you also see the casino security who are you know watching this whole thing and they're like oh my god what is he doing he's like, right the, there get him he's like, right behind he just you changed his shirt so he's that, literally that's a, right behind you that that was a fun um that was a fun scene and then he he nick kind of like looks out for a second he sees this shady guy Mm -hmm. he looks at his future and this guy was um gonna shoot up the place so nick stops him and tries Mm -hmm. to explain blah blah blah, no you this that happened before all that stuff so he sees so he he's getting so he's he notices he sees in the future, and he sees that they're like, oh, they're watching me because I'm gambling, right. and I'm getting it right, but I'm not counting cards, and they can't figure it out. So he goes to the counter to, like, get his winnings, mm-hmm. and that's when he sees yeah. the, into the future and sees the But they guy. were already after him, I They thought, were only too. just watching, oh. and that's why he was like, I'm going to go get my money. And then they he goes up to the counter to get his dollars, and then the guy was going to shoot up the place. Mm-hmm. So that's when the whole, I wrote, I wrote, this is what I wrote. Uh, did it do, do, do a future change? There's a kerfuffle, and he <laughs> <laughs> there's a kerfuffle, and he uses his power to escape. Nick drives properly. <laughs> I did put car chase. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, the, it, it's um he's at the he's at the blackjack table, 
And they're like, he's not counting cards. I can't figure out how he's doing it. And right. then he stares up into the camera, and then he's like, okay, cool, I'm going to split. Right. And then he, and then, but he takes out the guy who's going to shoot up everybody, and that's why they're chasing him instead of going after the guy with the actual, like, I, Well, I think at that point, when he. That he, bothered he, me. He, I'm he like, well, that motherfucker has a gun, and you're chasing the dude without a gun? So that part I feel like I do remember a little more clearly, and he, like, Nick just sort of, like, football, like, plowed yeah. him, and then the gun fell, and Nick yeah. goes to grab the gun. Oh, yeah, so he's, like, it's, there, he's like, it's his gun, it's his and gun. And then that's when it's, like, what's happening. So he runs out, and then, um, you know, he steals a car, car chase, Nick zoom drives zooms. properly. Exactly. <laughs> he but actually, then, like, is driving. He's, he's doing so good. He's it's not nice. doing, like... Okay, well, right. he was on paved roads. He wasn't in the desert. I think some of it. I think some of it was green screen driving, but some of it. Oh, for sure. Some of it looked like some of it was real. For yeah, then the 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 side window is what he was passing. He was driving, but it was what he was passing. Obviously, the part with the train. Oh my god, was definitely fake. Oh goodness. So then we're back to Agent (laughs) Ferris in her like tactical trailer mobile, Um, and she's trying to lay into her boss. That she knows that um, uh, Cadillac, who we now know as Chris Johnson, like, she knows that he has some sort of ability. And she points out to all of these things, like, how did he know to take out that guy who has been the casino shooter for the last three casino shootings and all this kind of stuff. So he's like, fine, whatever, get off me. Um, He's like, you got three days. Because, oh, by the way, there's a Russian, like, mob involved, and there's a nuke, and the nuke is there, and we have to find that kind of thing. So there's a lot of things I am annoyed about in this movie, and one of them is this. This exact thing you just said. Mm -hmm. Because, one of which, they're not Russian. They're French. Right. We find that out later. They do say Russian. Yeah. And and then it, but but the I feel like maybe it's it's more appropriate to say European. That kind of encompasses everybody. I read a thing that was like the the guy who's the head bad dude was actually um he was in the first Kong remake. Oh yeah, uh Thomas uh Kretschmann. Yeah, so you've seen him in like a thousand things. Yeah, he was in um he was in Kong uh as like the the boat. Yeah, the boat pilot captain thank you <laughs> so he was in that and but he's I, been in like blaze yeah he's, he's been, been in tons of shit Evil, but like so he he was actually they dubbed him as like a they dubbed him as a british actor mm-hmm. he's not british but then they were like it's french people like they're, they're just they're, there's a lot of there's a lot of fucked up shit with people's nationalities and yeah this, which is very annoying yeah and and the thing is is that like we're told it's russian but then there's a bunch of French people. Yeah, the the two controlling like, lower the people who are, are doing it, you know, or the, like the tech, like hacker people are. Am I, I breaking? You're fine. Just shake it off. I think it's. Oh, that's from whenever I was trying to. That's a splinter from when I was trying to help your, uh, your squash. Okay. She had okay. Tammy's growing squash, and they, she has these things. They're called like um, leaf leaf jumpers or leaf something, and they they. They look like little rings or all, oh, they, they eat your leaf and I have to save Tammy's leaves. You do. You do such a <laughs> I do job. it every time, but I did not know that squash plants have thorns. I didn't either. I'm and so now I have a thorn in my finger. Now you're going to have squash fingers. <gasps> like Spider-Man. 
<laughs> no, it's going to be like salad fingers from the early <laughs> internet days. No, I don't like that. No, I don't um, like salad fingers. So so Nick is on his car chase, avoiding mm-hmm. and averting everyone, and gets past a train, and he like does his mind calculation to figure out how fast he has to go to get past the fake train. And he goes to his hideout where we meet his good friend and confident Irv. Peter Falk. It's Peter, it's Peter Falk. Falk. Like it's Columbo. It's Peter. It's, it's the C- Princess Brian Grandown. It's I so love many things. Like his voice. He's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to do this? I can't. I can't yeah, do his no, voice. I okay. cannot. He you is just can't too, touch him. I can't touch him. He's too <laughs> good. You're good, but you just can't touch him. So they're talking about the girl. Ah, where were we? Yeah. Ah, the pit of despair. No, I can't do it. I just can't. He's too good. He's too good. <laughs> he's he's an American legend. Um, Nick's talking about this girl that he keeps seeing. Um, you know, they're just, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to wait around for this girl because there's something special about this <laughs> the girl. The FBI's after me, but I'm going to sit still. And then he realizes at that moment that Agent Ferris is on his way. So, like, it's this hmm. whole calculation of what that conversation's going to be like. Blah, blah, blah. What should I do? Yeah. So it's kind of like, it is I, sort of an interesting premise where you're, you think you're watching something and then it's like, blah, 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 just kidding. Yeah. I was wrong. Let I, me do a different version of that. When I was watching this movie, <laughs> sorry, Tammy. I, this is what I said to myself. I was like, sorry, Tammy. I'm so sorry you have to, you have to try to do this one because it is an absolute clusterfuck of... Con- of There's a, a lot. Because it's doesn't like... doesn't align. Because you're, you're like, you start to, you're like, and then blah, blah happens. Oh, wait. Just kidding. It doesn't actually Just happen. Just kidding. Rewind. Like, I mean, I guess I would do that too. If I had that ability, I would let like, things play out and be like, "Whoop, that was a terrible." You're like, and movie. we're gonna take a left turn <laughs> instead of a right turn. Um, so he weighs sort of his options, and he's like, "This is gonna turn out terrible with the FBI." So he bounces, um, <laughs> and his whole—he's going to try to find the girl again, mm-hmm. and this time he does, and um, it's Jessica haircut. Jesus Christ. I say that, okay, so I have a friend at work, her name's Jessica, and then I watched the um, Len, uh, Lemony Snicket on Netflix, where he's where he dresses up, and he's like, I'm looking, yes, I have an appointment with Jessica Haircut. <laughs> so I call every Jessica, Jessica Haircut. haircut. Well, but it's, it's Jessica Beale. It's Jessica Beale, and she's beautiful. Um, You're far too young. I was going to build up to that. <laughs> um, she, at that point in the 2000s, kind of had some of the same stereotypical roles. She was either mm-hmm. the nice girl or a weirdly person. I mean, she sort of pulled out, like some sort of action girl. Mm-hmm. Um, when she was in The Sinner more recently, like, <sighs> fuck. She did so good. That was her that jam. Was so she good. was so good. She nailed it. It was amazing, and you're like, she, she's a phenomenal actor. But, she, yeah, she's like... It's taken this long, though, for me to see that she was a good actress. I, I know. Well, it's just because, like, a, you know, people do roles, and you're like, that's not my thing, so you well, can't appreciate Well, I watched her it. in Seventh Heaven, in oh, her first fucking role. watched Seventh Heaven. Well, we, my parents made me watch Jesus things and only listen to Jesus things. So... Mm. There was a very limited things. There were limited stuffs I was allowed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I listened to a lot of jazz because I was allowed to. Uh, jazz is, like, the craziest music in the world. I feel it was, like, it I was feel like, like Kenny, if the devil was no, going to have it was, music, it, it was wasn't jazz. Like jazz like, it wasn't, like, good jazz. Uh, it was, like, elevator jazz? Yeah, it was, like, Kenny G. 
I was allowed to listen to Kenny G and Enya, which, by the way... I like Enya. I fucking love Enya. Oh, okay. if, you, if anybody hates Enya... <laughs> Get we, the fuck off our show. fucking meet my fist, thunder, and lightning. We're going to have a conversation. <laughs> I love Enya. Um, okay. But, yeah. So, back to Jessica Haircut. Jessica Haircut. So, AKA um, Jessica Beautiful. She, she's beautiful, and she does this role well, even though it's stereotypical, but she is too young. There is an 18-year difference from that... Like that's well, a wait, person. How much they was are the a difference? person apart. <laughs> they were an entire um a whole person. They were an entire legal age so, group apart. It just is like But no. how much was it? It was fourteen between her him and Cher though, right? I know, but I feel like it's not as I don't know. I feel like it wasn't as obvious because I guess Because Cher has Cher, plastic surgery. Okay, I was gonna say it was beautiful. I don't know. I, I just also you feel like you can't deny she had plastic surgery. Um, I just, I just didn't feel like. I also feel like it's not guys. We're not ageist at all. Like do whatever you no, want. No, yeah. But I also just feel like personality wise, it just seemed weird. They didn't have the. They this, got the cute young girl and the action and, guy that they knew Nick, would bring in money. And it's it's not that maybe one day they couldn't be together. Right. But it's just there's there wasn't a spark. Yeah, it just it just seems for the were, viewer there they were, wasn't they were too different, and the, obviously I feel like the only reason he liked her was because she was pretty. Well, no, well, and then he, he got to know her, and he's like, okay, she's the nice person. But his his <sighs> visions kept telling him where to look because she's pretty. I don't know why at all. Because the, it's not explained, but that's a no, whole nothing is fucking explained in this movie. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So. Uh, yeah, so he sees her, he meets her, he meets her, and he kind of runs through all these different scenarios of how it's going to work. That was actually pretty funny. Uh, that was funny. That was funny. And then incoming is the one um, that works, and, mm-hmm. and so she's like, oh, my, and then all suddenly, oh my God, you, you let suddenly she's like fucking driving him four hours to Flagstaff, and she even says, and I wrote this down, she's like, you, because he helped her in this scenario that worked. This seems like a super, like, in this day and age... With the amount of, like, women that are being assaulted and kidnapped and raped and everything. He just, like, ends this, himself so easily and she fucking... That happens back then, too. Just for no, the record. Like, we just know I about just, it more well, now because now there's more documentation. Yeah. yeah, and, like, it's it's just... So she's just like, thanks, I'll take you. Sure, you want to drive? He plays and- some shitty, he fucking lies about needing to go somewhere because he just wants to ride with her. And she's like, okay. He literally never says where he actually has to go. Yeah. And then she's like, you're not a psycho, right? And I'm like, bro, this is Nicholas <laughs> fucking Cage. <laughs> this is Nick Cage. He's got all the emotions. <laughs> so, you know, okay, here we are. They're bonding on the road. Chris and Liz are on their little road trip bonding. <laughs> Chris and Liz. Well, the agent It sounds like the most white people name couple. Basically. Um, so they're bonding on the road trip and stopping here and stopping there. Meanwhile, the FBI agents and the Russians, air quotes. Yeah, it's like quote um, unquote. She they're just they're really closing big. in. They, I did. I, I tried to do they them big so that you guys would hear them. <laughs> they were they're massive. They're the <laughs> biggest air quotes I've ever seen. Um um, so, so, but they're also getting closed in on everybody because also the Russians, um, are also after Chris because they know that somehow he knows, but never do no we explanation. know how they know that he knows. Like, this is, I just, this is where, maybe I missed that part. No, you know. didn't. You didn't because you know 
You know what I am when I watch movies. And that is a detailed person. And if shit's not right, my brain is just like, huh. Yeah, you were probably freaking out. Like, so no, like you saw on. how much I wrote about this movie because I was so angry. You got mad and you're like, this is it. I, well, I wrote out Mine about... Mine looks a, a lot, but it's because I have a small <laughs> notebook. I ha- I wrote down about uh, two-thirds of a notebook pad, and that's our notebook page, and, and that's it. Yeah, I think it, I think ours is the same. Mine is not... Mine's like the four, four by six size notebook, Yeah, that's two pages. So they're closing in on them. And then suddenly, da, 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 da. the FBI gets a nuke alert, because that's the thing, I guess, like a code red. They're um, like radiation detected. Right. And that, that um, it's in the area. And so now they're like, oh, shit, that just got real. So now, because of that, um, Agent Ferris's boss is like, fine, we got to do whatever we, we, we can, because like a bajillion people are going to die. So they do the go ahead to get Chris at whatever cost because they're convinced that he's going to be able to see the future and figure that out because the FBI would definitely believe in someone seeing the future. Just going to do a quick drink update. I'm almost done and it's delicious. Yeah, I, I put my too. lemon slice in. Oh, that's smart. It, it just tastes like exactly like how summer should. Mm. Tastes like citrus, tastes like happiness. Mmm, mighty good. So I just had to do a quick, like, I'm almost done and want some more. <laughs> I know, so we better wrap this we up. We better just do a quick wrap up and the movie's over. And the movie is fine. Um, so the agents kind of go for this, like, kick in the nut sort of thing. And they figure out where they are and they grab Liz after Chris and Liz have had some... <laughs> you just gave me the... Intimate time. Tammy just gave me a real sensual eye look. <laughs> she was like, wink, wink, motherfuckers. <laughs> wink, wink. So they, so they grab Liz, and they're, like, telling them that Chris is, like, psychotic, and that he's evil, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are fucking lying. They flat out lied to her. Super lied. Um, and then, of course, she's like, oh, my God, he was a psycho. I knew it. Oh, my I God. Knew what it. have I done? What have I done? So they fuck her over, and they get her to try to drug him so that they can grab him. So, um... She walks in trying to be all nonchalant about all of this. And then it's sort of revealed because he kind of can tell. So Chris shows Liz his ability and explains that um, all all the stuff that's going on. I thought that some... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. So they get... They get to the the place where they stay. The cliffhanger. The cliffhanger. That's their hotel. And uh, Liz is like, oh, oh, there's only one bed. I was and gonna leave that out for people. Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> but we'll let them enjoy that. <laughs> because no, because I wrote something down to the side, and this is why I'm mentioning it at all. It's like no, no, no. And Nick's like no, no, no. You I'll take the bed. In the car. I'll sleep in the car. And then I wrote Humanity Bureau. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. What the fuck is up with him sleeping in a goddamn bar? It is not comfortable. Goddamn gentleman. Sleep on the fucking floor. The floor exists. Sleep, sleep on it. But the floor is close to the bed. Yeah, but like, what he's gonna, he's gonna like slither up in his sleep and put I his mean, body on top of hers. That's kind of rape, and that kind of happens a lot. I'm just saying. Yes, it I know is. This just went real dark really fast. I think he was like, that is the he, safest. That was like a ca- gentleman like cabin to do. kind of room. There looked like a plenty of space. He got slept in the corner over there. Yeah, but like if. To be fair, even if I liked someone, but I didn't know for sure if I knew, it would be hard to sleep with someone if I was at all concerned. If I wasn't, all she in. spent the entire day with him, though. Right, but she also spent the whole time looking out the window at him, like, mm, mm. 
Anyway, so um, <laughs> whatever. Sleep in the car. The next day, everything happens, and she brings over breakfast, and they're talking, and then she's supposed to drug him, and she can't. She just can't. She's like, I don't care if what they say is true. I just don't want you to die. I'm like, oh my god. And so then that's <laughs> when Chris kind of explains everything, and. It, he does this really cool way of showing her because if you say, hey, I can mm-hmm. see two minutes into the future, you'd be like, fuck off. You're like, what a stupid power. That's like <laughs> what a, that's like the dumb would you rather. Would you rather be able to like see two <laughs> minutes in the future or like you mean- <laughs> read other people's minds or something, you know? Even the game we play every time we drive back from Universal. Because we're really tired. <laughs> we're <buddy. sleepy. laughs> So he picks up the, the remote and he says a phrase and a then clicks or, it yeah. and then that's the line from the show and he does oh, it like commercial. three times and she's like oh my god so he stops and he stops on Dr. Strangelove Dr. Strangelove one of my favorite movies non-Nick related but absolutely amazing mm-hmm. and so that continues to play the entire time because the room is bugged also that yeah so they're playing but it. This, this is one of my continuity issues mm-hmm. of the movie mm-hmm. she's like don't drink it I drugged your drink, but don't drink it. But she's whispering. But she's whisp. But she says, "Don't drink it at a normal volume." Before he turns on the television, and then she whispers it. Oh, I thought she was like close, and so that was. Yeah, she's like, "Don't drink," and then, but then she whispers it, and the TV's not on. And then he turns on the TV. And I'm this is like, 2007. Maybe they didn't. Maybe you had to be really loud for it to pick up back then. Maybe Julianne Moore, aka Ferris, was out having a coffee. Whatever. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> She's um, like, this is an integral point of our investigation, but I'm going to go take a fi- quick fiber. It's, it's fine. <laughs> so, so they use the TV as a diversion, and it's Doctor Strange Love, which, if you're not familiar, you definitely need to drop what you're doing, even our podcast, and go watch it because it's a movie. The whole plot is about the Americans and the Russians. Like, literally with their finger on the trigger with nukes and the insane comedic Mm -hmm. mayhem that happens when it's like, well, I thought I only did it because I thought you were going to do it kind of situation. Um, And, you know, launching nukes and then we've got nukes going on. Nukes. So, um, you know. Let's play a drinking game every time we say nukes, nukes. you take a drink. You got to be a little (laughs) waste above now. Nukes. Um, So now all the cards are on the table between Chris and Liz. And so... Uh, Nick Chris comes up with this scene. <laughs> Nick Chris. Um, and then there's this crazy cliffside chase. This was one of my favorite parts. Dare I say it's 75% rivals, face-offs, boat chase. But without the energetic acting between them. Like, as far as the sheer, like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, like, rock, tr- there's like a chain that pulls a whole train down the side. <laughs> oh, I just guys. inhaled my. <coughs> oh my god! Sorry, the show my, must go on. I've had my my mouth like pursed for a while because <laughs> she was like, "Leave your purse," and I was like, mm. "No, it's dumb." It's yeah. my favorite part because like it's just crazy <laughs> action and logs falling off of. No, I do and, like, love blah, blah, a good blah, blah. log falling off of stuff. I love a good log thing. This is like it's like the Ewoks in on the on <laughs> on Endor. They're like, well, let's fucking kill some stormtroopers with some logs, motherfuckers. Just, just and Chris like, was like, so many things. Chris was like, here's what's gonna happen. You throw that car over a cliff, and it's gonna start an avalanche of right. bullshit. 
Right. That's what it was. Yeah. An avalanche of bullshit. That will <laughs> that will always help you out. And it's just like there's agents running and he's running and Agent Ferris is running and there's like chains and rocks and logs and a fucking tra- like a locomotive train yeah. is rolling down the cliffside. <laughs> and it's just like ugh. And then uh, Chris and Agent Ferris are kind of face to face. And he knows what's about to happen. And she, yeah. like, gets that glimmer. She's like, you're not going to let me die. Yeah. Of course he doesn't because he's a nice guy. And then, boom, she busts him. And she keeps saying that same thing. No good deed <sighs> kind of thing. Unpunished. And so now he's busted. And that is when things take a real dark turn. A very strangely forced sci-fi turn. Oh, very. Uh, and we'll get, I, I figured out why that happened. Um, it's just it, it just a dark, strange turn. So will Chris escape these agents and the Russians? Will he be able to find <laughs> I'm sorry, and quote unquote Russians the nuke? Only you will know by watching the show. But be prepared for some twists. Yeah, actually, it's it's quite twisty. It, it does get real twisty. I feel like it's it like basic, 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 and they're like, and let's throw every goddamn twist we've yes. got in this last twenty minutes. Yep. So buckle up, bitches. (laughs) You're gonna let me die? Now that you have heard... This incredible synopsis. Let's go into some themes. And sometimes with some movies, it's real easy to find themes. And sometimes it's not. So, Aaron, I think you had to get a real big shovel for this one. Yeah, I, uh, it, it took me, um, it took me a hot, a hot min. Yeah. I, th- I think it's easy to be like, it's this, but then to be able to articulate it well with not a lot of details. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying not to give hard. anything away because we didn't. We, we didn't give the whole thing away. We're doing so, so good at that. We, we have gotten a lot better at it. Gotten so much better. Constructive So my my big thing that I got out of out of uh, Frank Cadillac, a.k.a. Chris What's-His-Dick. Johnson. Thank you. Which is spelled C-R-I-S. Chris. That's, I will address that. Well, I know you had a thing about a spelling in a previous movie that he was in. His, oh, no. So, so. <laughs> so from, from I won't go into it, but so Chris is the main character in The Golden Man, but it's... I oh, think is it's, it spelled it's, like that? No, but it's C-R-I-S, I think. While you were discussing themes, mm. I will confirm that I am saying okay. that correctly. Well, I will... So the main thing I got out of Chris was that, like, even though it was all about, like, keeping his own head above water he also would do the right thing like it cost him sometimes but because he was able to see the two minutes ahead or whatever he was able to do the right thing but then also escape um Mm -hmm. and doing the right thing is difficult in the non-premonition circumstances so it's true and so he does the right thing like he stops the guy from shooting up the place he does not let Julianne Moore, Agent Ferris, get bowled over by a truck and a, a car and a log and, and all those things in a train and some dirt and whatever else the fuck <laughs> rolled over that hill. 
But yeah, he he stops and does the right thing because he's a good he essentially is a good person. He is. I think I think he doesn't want to be per se. It's not that he's trying to be evil. It's not, but no, he, he's not trying. He does it knowing that it will cost him in the end. Yeah. And I think that's what but truly he, makes somebody a good person is so am just, I gonna be selfish or am I gonna do what's best for other people? Yeah. And well there is one mention at one point during the movie, and I don't remember where it is, is that he talks about his past for just fucking two seconds. Mm-hmm. He's like, I was, I was, uh, what's the next, what's the next card, Chris? What's the next card? Mm-hmm. So it, it gives us a very tiny glimpse into the fact that he was like a lab rat at one oh, point. Oh, yeah. Like, he even mentions how, like, they would, you know, test him and, and yeah. how everybody wanted. Or he stayed up for, like, 36 hours mm-hmm. at one point, and they were just, it was like an endless game of, like, What's next? What's next? What's right. next? Which that's so, supposed to be the title gratification, but yeah. it is not well done. It's not one of those <laughs> things where it's like, no, they, oh, it's subtle, it's clever. It's just like, meh. They do so many things where they, like, if they had done it completely different, like, it would have been a good movie, mm-hmm. I think. And well, I think well, that's they, the way yeah, you can talk about this. Yeah. Too. But right now we're discussing themes. So themes is, like, it's hard to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Even when you don't know what's going to happen, yes. he did the right thing, knowing what was going to happen because he fucking can see. But like, it's hard for us. Like in this day and age, it we need to stand up for each other mm-hmm. and protect each other. Um, I've seen a lot of people helping each other in videos that have serviced online. Like uh, a lot of women who are being assaulted by other, like by men. Or people uh, and other women who are seeing this and running over and being like, "Hey, girl! Hey, right? Like you? Like hey? I, I was looking for you at the club. But where'd you go? And yeah. like, and like, and even other yeah. other guys. And there's been like several yeah. times and where like, like guys people are like have reported that um, I think somebody's putting something in people's drinks and mm-hmm. like the club shuts down. Yeah, lights off exactly. Kind of like I've seen and like unfortunately there are these new fun things that look like scrunchies for chicks. And they are actually drink covers. Right. And that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But it's looking out for yourself and doing doing yourself the right thing. But it's also, like, people are really starting to stand up for each other. And I really appreciate that. And you should always do the right thing. You should always, and, like, sure, you might get punched in the face, but whatever. It's just your face. <laughs> It'll grow back. <laughs> we saw face off. It's just your face. We can get we can get a replacement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, that was really my main theme was that just, like, doing the right thing. Yeah. And it's, and I will say this as somebody who's seen things that I didn't stand up for in the past, and I feel bad about that now. I mean, like, this is, like, 20 years ago. Yeah, it's harder when you're younger. I think we all have moments like that. It's, I feel like it's getting easier now because there's avenues such as, like, TikTok and, right. like, what, Snap, is Snapchat still a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I but. I, know I use is. Snapchat. I only use Snapchat when, like, my friend was going out of town, like, to another country. And she's like, the only way I have to communicate is Snapchat. And I'm like, cool, oh. I guess I'll download it again then. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's like, I've seen so much on, just on TikTok in the last, like, two months. And I'm just like, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, person, for doing what was right. And would I have done that 15, 10 years ago? Maybe not, because I was too scared. Yeah. And it's hard to do the right thing. It is hard. It is hard. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. you're, you know, he, like you said, it's hard to do it when 
under normal circumstances, but yeah. when you know that shit could go sideways mm-hmm. and you still do it, that's that's true awesomeness. Yeah. I mean, like, now, I'll fucking, I'll fucking fight anybody. <laughs> I don't give a shit anymore. I'm just like, what? Because, you know what, I'll run at you like a pterodactyl. <laughs> I will scare the motherfucking shit out of you. <laughs> you are a scary pterodactyl. That's true. <laughs> that's my pterodactyl scream loud (laughs) doing pterodactyl arms it's really scary i'm glad she's on my side guys (laughs) shut the fuck up i'm serious so you want to move into nuggets uh yeah i also you had mentioned destiny and i thought that like you know it is an obvious one but i think you know he is plagued with knowing his destiny Mm -hmm. And he feels like, although it haunted him as a childhood because people, like, kind of trying to take advantage of it, mm-hmm. he, I I feel, as the, when I look at the character, the character, like, he is happy that he has this ability because it keeps him out of trouble. But then Liz, Jessica Biel, is like, mm, I don't think I would want to know because then it's not an authentic life. And I mm-hmm. think that, again, is also a would-you-rather question. But <laughs> it is well, a very no, deep yeah. question, like... You know, if if you're sick and, you know, with something that is, is going to end up taking your life, like, would you want to know or would you yeah. want to just try to like, you know, not because like by knowing, oh, well, now I know so I can go live the best six months of my life. But like, would you live the best six months of your life or would you be constantly thinking about what's going on? So knowing your destiny can yeah, have its hard. benefits, but it also can have, you know, repercussions. And then kind of that whole like when you look at your future, you change it. If you know your destiny, then are you going to make changes that could, you know, alter it possibly for the good, possibly for the worse? That's a good point. It is. So, so it's, you know, it's, 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 it's an interesting Now I'm like lost in thought. I know. <laughs> you, you, and that's you, a really I just totally great, unfocused my eyes. That's a great sci-fi staring. theme. Yeah. You know, like. Which is probably what Philip K. Dick was after in the first place. Well. I mean, I haven't read the story. I read the synopsis of the story, and I was like, hmm. But hmm. We'll, we'll talk about that oh, okay. with our, our Nick Nugs and favorites. All right. All well. right. Kablammers. <laughs> you're hurting me. Kendall, I think you're having another off day. Who the hell are you? I'm her future. Really? <laughs> <clears throat> Let's do uh, our fave parts. Nick and movie. Um, So my favorite Nick part is actually anytime he does the close-up magic. Mm. So I feel like he actually learned that for this part. It would not surprise me if he did. Because he was like, oh, and we're going to do, here's a bunny out of a hat or whatever. And there's a part where he does that rose trick Mm -hmm. with Jessica Biel. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, I bet he fucking learned that. He probably did. He probably did. Probably did. I really, I really love that. That's my favorite Nick part is anytime he does the close-up magic. Because I feel like he does a lot of it. He does. He's like, oh, that's a rock. Now it's a salamander. (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) how that trick goes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that was it. And then, um, actually, my other favorite Nick part is the... Or not Nick part. My favorite part in general in the movie is actually... The, there's a scene where he uses his power to look everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I know you don't like it, but I actually, I think it's a really cool concept. And I, I think it could be expounded upon eventually in some other way, but I think it's a cool concept. It, it, it's a cool concept. It just sort of the way it looked and the way he moved. It just reminded me of <laughs> it like was very, from the Matrix. Yeah. And I was like, that was so no, that was eight weird, years ago. But, 
Um, but it, I thought it was a cool idea. Yeah. And if they used it in a different context, it would be better. But I did like that part because I, it, my, okay, so my, people are like, what, what, what kind of superpower would you get if you could have a superpower? And I'm like, mine's teleportation. Yeah. Mine's always teleportation. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm on top of the Statue of Liberty now. Yeah, here I, would, I go. Like that or flying. I just want to get to places fast. Yeah, I just want to, you, I'm here. here I am. And I could just <laughs> grab your arm and be like, Timmy, let's yeah. go to Beijing. Yes. Here we go. Uh, but that was, that was like close to teleportation for me. So yeah, I can see that. That's why I, I, I think I kind of liked it more because I'm like, ooh, that's a neat thing. That's I want to do that. <laughs> that's neat. <laughs> Cool. So what, what are your favorites? Uh, so my favorite Nick parts, uh, just his ability to take over any situation, um, whether it was a magic show or the casino slip up, you know, he's going around. <laughs> I just dropped my ring. It's okay. It's fine. Um, he, and like, he's at one point bossing all the agents around. He's like, yeah, yeah sniper. And it's like, no, he's not. And then he's like, two o'clock, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And then Julie Mayer's like, kapow. And is that so? Like he's, I like the part. Where he's, he's very suave, and he's like just like six feet tall, like whatever, walking <laughs> through. And everyone is shorter than him. He's like, he's, it'll be faster if you just don't talk. He's <laughs> that was my other part. Um, so like he's they're they're going, and he's like flanked and circled with. Um, I see where it is. Where's We're fine. It's, it's, right? it's right underneath you. Okay. Um, so like he has this like yellow leather jacket situation. Mm-hmm. No gun. He's like five feet tall. Um, agents around him. They're just like shooting everywhere, and he's just like fucking walking, like speed walking, and they're all just following him. <laughs> like your little doing, speed walk move. Like ha- whatever he says. So it's it's ridiculous. This is why we need video camera because <laughs> you guys can't see the cool, the fun speed this walking. Is, this is the speed walk that you do. Um, I as I said, I love the the cliffside calamity going on. Mm-hmm. It was just so much happening. And then Nick's uh, uh, phrase, it would help if you weren't talking right now. Yeah. And I'm like, me too, Nick. <laughs> if I could say that to so many people. I loved it so much. I was like, if I had a power, I'd so fucking good. do that too. <laughs> if I had a power, I'd be like telling you to shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and something that I thought was very clever at the end, if you pay attention to the end credits, they're like, boop. Oh, I didn't. They go in like reverse. So as like oh, Nick saw so it, and like, then he rewound to go back. So I thought that was I definitely clever. didn't patient. Oh, I actually had to pay attention. Patient. I had to you didn't have the patience to pay attention. <laughs> no, I actually had to rewatch the end because I already I I forgot it. By and the you were next. like, oh, mm-hmm. you're like oh. <laughs> the ending that um, critics said was the uh, a stunning cheat and one of the most infuriating endings ever. Yep. That one. Direct quotes from... Yes. Other, Read other, that. Uh, other people. That ending? <laughs> Alrighty. That ending. So now it's time for our Nick Nuggets. Nick Nuggets. You didn't do the sound. Oh, Damn sorry. It. Oh so sorry. I was I was pulling up I was pulling up <laughs> something that I feel, find infuriating about some of our Nick Nuggets. Just one thing? Okay. Oh, well, oh, shit. <laughs> So, um, as I mentioned in watching the credits, uh, I saw that this was a Philip K. Dick, and he is one of my favorite authors. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love his writing, but I, it's interesting. When I watch, I watched Blade Runner first, and then I went and read yeah. Android Sheep, and mm-hmm. I actually 
this is one of two movies that I've ever watched a movie and read the book. I actually preferred the movie better. No, actually, you told me that because I I read it I and was just I I actually bummed at how I remember messaging you and saying, "Hey, I I'm I'm starting to read uh, do electric yeah. do do electric sheep dream of do android dream of electric sheep yeah let's not make it a simple title at all God damn. Philip. no but i i did message you uh message you whenever i started reading it and you were like it's one of the few movies that are better than the book in and my opinion is that no, jurassic park like and it jurassic was, it was better seriously uh, just character devil wears prada is way better by the way too. i have not read that one i know it's you told me that really too. annoying yeah well, um there's actually one. like shopaholic <laughs> is better than the movie Oh. It's a dumb book, but I love it. <laughs> well, you're gonna so much stuff. So, what was interesting about this? So, it's uh, the the premise of this again. I wanted to read it, guys. I had totally planned, but I couldn't find it on uh, Kindle, and I couldn't get it fast enough. So, I read um, some some interpretations of it. So, basically, the story is about these powerful gold skinned mutants. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. golden man. The golden man. Um, who humans feared, and naturally when we fear things, we try to eradicate them. So the government captures one of them named Chris, C-R-I-S, and I did check IMDb, and that is how they spell Nick's name. Yeah. Um, and, but he, so this particular mutant, Chris, they all have slightly different abilities, apparently. So um, his ability of seeing into the future and his god-like body is what allows him to kind of get away. <laughs> um, there is an agent involved in the agent's wife, and and it it, it seems Sorry, like I it, just I know, I, that is that is what I read. Godlike body, like you know, like Greek gods kind of situation, and and apparently this was more about how in the end humans revert to animalistic things mm-hmm. instead of being you know smart and. Logical. If you ever saw the movie, um, which is very different from the there, plot of Next, there is a movie. It's with Malcolm McDowell, and it's um, fucking hell. You talking all okay? Uh, I'll keep going. It. I'll keep going. Um, so it was interesting that they they got um, you know that that out of that, and so I thought, how did they go from? a god to this and then it's because i found out that um another thing we read in the previews was that nick produced this so i thought oh well that's that's interesting how did that come about well it's because nick owns a production company called saturn films and that is also produced many of his own personal films as well as others. And so what they did is they actually procured the script for Golden Man and then completely rewrote it because, as you heard, the synopsis is very different. Um, and so Saturn Films, owned by Nick, is also known for, there's just a long list, Willy's Wonderland, National Treasure, Lord of War, Bad Lieutenant. All um, his movies. Almost, not not quite all, but a lot. Um, Sorcerer's Apprentice, Family Man, Shadow of the Vampire. I'm like, oh, I love that movie. Um, the Unbearable Weight. 
The movie that we're dying to see. Bangkok Dangerous. So it was like a ton of his own films. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to cover that movie one day. I know. I I can't wait. Um, so I, I, th- those were my two is that he still owns this production company and it is clearly out in force because it just did Willy's Wonderland and the unbearable weight film. Mm-hmm. Um, and which apparently they... can't find footing anywhere, but I understand mm-hmm. because it, well, okay. So there's this movie called Fanboys. Yeah. Right. So right. that was supposed to come out like five or six years prior to it actually coming out. The only reason I have a DVD copy of it is because I bought it from Blockbuster. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So the dark it never feature. actually got it finally came out. I think it went straight to video yeah. or straight to DVD. And it was supposed to come out like I saw a trailer for it like five years before it actually before I actually yeah. saw it. Yeah. So okay, so there's a movie called Doomsday with Malcolm McDowell and it's it's um and I forget the point I was trying to make whenever you made it. I was like, is this Tank Girl? <laughs> it's not Tank Girl. No, actually. Oh, I remember. It's like a newer one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the concept is good. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you were going with that. Was the ex- I don't remember now. <laughs> Whenever I listen to this later, I'm going to be like, son of a bitch. But, like, the, like, I know the execution, like, it's a good premise, and it's a good idea execution. I feel like they, okay. in this film they tried to put in too much and they couldn't yeah. decide did they want to be an action film or did they want to be sci-fi. This is that movie too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's called Doomsday. It's got Malcolm McDowell in it which I was always like oh, every time I, I watched it and I was like the fuck Malcolm McDowell what are you doing here? You silly he old bitch. living his best life damn it. Uh, wait. So we just did. So you, what? What Nick Nugs you got? Oh, Nick Nugs. I was like, where are we at? <laughs> What's happening? Um. So long week, you guys. Nick Nugs. We say that all the time. <laughs> Every week is long. Damn it. So Nick Nugs. It was the woman at the magic show is actually Nick's ex-wife, Alice Kim Cage. Wow. The one where uh, the at necklace? the very beginning with the necklace that <gasps> falls into the drink. Yep. Oh. Um. And I. I. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. Okay. Cool. Uh, so Nick's uh, jacket is uh, in his gold, quote-unquote gold, it's like orange, but yeah. gold jacket is a nod to the Golden Man, mm-hmm. um, uh, the Philip K. Dick story. There was something else I wanted to talk about. Here, one more. I'm just backing up. Sorry, I got my webpage open. Amazon. Unprepared, unprofessional. I was looking up the Doomsday movie for some reason, and I don't remember well, why now. Let your ADD kick in. We are bitch. on air, man. I'm just kidding. I'm super kidding. Dude, I'm making no, it I'm, I'm just like it's. It's like my entire life is just like the reason why I know too much about sloths is because of ADHD. Yeah, I know. Oh, why? I know. Why do sloths exist? They don't need to. Um, it's the circle of life. Do you not know how that works? I get it, but why? Like, do you know that they only go down okay, to the ground? They only go down to the ground once a week to poo, and then they also might Dude, die doing it. If I had to get away it. with just having to poo once a week, I would too. Tell me, my, tell me your <laughs> nicknug, man. My Stop other, so my sloths. other thing, <laughs> troshing slopes. To drink out. So uh, my other thing, it's not really a nicknug. It's more of like a I felt like this and I wanted to talk about it. Mm. Is like it's twenty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Do you know what Amazon has it as? Six point two, which is out of Ooh. ten. Oh. This thing has a four and a half star rating. 
Wow. Out of 1,500 reviews. <laughs> They're going to say 1,500 stars. I'm like, ooh. No. At least um, our system's not that bad. <laughs> no. So five-star ratings include great little-known Nicolas Cage film, um, excellent adventure with a neat twist, nice crossover with action and romance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's just go from five star to one star for fun. Yeah, let me hear um, the ones. <laughs> the ones. Completely over the top and ridiculous. This movie is trash. <laughs> <laughs> why, it, it just says dot, dot, dot. Why do some people <laughs> think they, oh, oh, it's, oh, it's oh, so continuing. More. I see. Think they must write a book slash report or a book. Wait. Mm. This person doesn't know how to write himself. A book report narrative about a film they and everyone else. What, this is, just, you just got to cut your This is just trash. This is trash writing on it. You don't know how to write, person, so you shouldn't be judging shit. Uh, let's see. You can change to another film. Next. <laughs> okay. Well, what are your thoughts? How would you rate <laughs> this film? Don't trust the Amazon version? What is that? Oh, Just no. so you know, the Amazon version of this movie is complete crap compared to the original movie version of this movie. It is the worst version of any movie I've ever seen on this platform. Wait, what? What does that mean? We're wait, like in the middle of recording and uh, y'all dropped this bombshell wait, on us? Wait, do we have to... Wait, are well, we we're gonna... not re-recording, guys. No, we're not, but maybe we need to get the... Maybe we'll do a next two. <laughs> no, oh, maybe we'll do like a, a correction if we can find mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. Maybe I should just buy like the $5 version off of... Like, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. the DVD. And then we'll have like a pool party and just like throw. <laughs> we need to get like an outdoor projector and like watch it. <laughs> no, I don't want to watch it again. But I'm going to have to. Yeah. Oh, God. Thank you. So, Thank you, Amazon person. For, all right. Now wait, you ruined our podcast. Amazon reviewer S. Howard. Thanks. You. Thanks, Howard. Thanks, Howard. Um, What's your thoughts? My thoughts. Nick performance. Okay, I'm going to we'll first... start with Nick. Mm-hmm. Gonna, I'm going to give it a two in. Blase mix. I was trying to think. I was like, we have cinematic, but I feel like that's like deep, like good shit, like Mandy or mm-hmm. Leaving Las Vegas or this even like, adaptation, this whether you like, like it or not, is cinema is cinema Look, I've watched adaptation like five times. Oh my god, good. Yeah, I've watched it a lot, and it's a it's it's a lot. It's a lot, but that's cinematic. It's very cinematic. This and then is, there's Crazy Cage, and you've got like Face Off, and you, even Mandy sort of falls this into that. Is, too. This is this is neither. We need this like is a, like this is like we need like one that's for action. This isn't even action. Well, trying because, to be action because because Face Off's action. I know. Con Air's action. Con Air's action. This is my hair blowing. <laughs> my hair blowing. I have no hair. <laughs> I was trying to do the hair for you. Um, my hair. Yeah, blase, Nick. I don't it's know. like bleh. Meh. Um, it's meh. Yeah, it's, it's, there, it is not a signature Nick film at all. It's, and you know, he that's doesn't okay. do Sometimes you any just of the classic Nick things. Pay the bills. He does the voiceover that I've heard four fucking movies in a row. Well, I, feel I like. mean, no, I mean, he doesn't do the I facial know. expressions, he doesn't do the hand things. I feel like his face is very, like, heh. I think we we may find that there was a time period where like he was this this was in this in this, this two thousand money making action yeah. you know time and it was just you know like whatever. All right, so movie movie review. I'm yeah. gonna give it also two 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 stars. 
Okay. Two Nick, two Nicks or two stars. What are we doing for the movie? We were Nicks doing... two, blah blah blah. Nicks and then. <laughs> I, I would I I would say. <sighs> it's so hard. I I was gonna say a three. I can't give it a one. Nick. I can't give it a one because it is, there are fun parts. Right, right, right. I was going to say for Nick, like a three, but it is kind of blah, blah, like it's basic Nick. The is continuity issues in this movie alone make me can't give it a three. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 I'm on Nick. Make me unable. Listen, there we listen, go. Unable Linda. to get it a three. Movie, well, like Nick's performance, I feel is like a three. Like, it's not bad. There's not, I feel like, questionable, like, that was too much, Nick. Yeah. It was just, like, meh, Nick. It was just, like... It was, like, just generic acting. This is human being a human acting. And, yeah, and it's, like, his... his I expect... The magician part was fun. Yeah. You know, he yeah. had some little sort of Okay, saucy. so 2.5. You don't have to change yours. For Nick, because of the magician thing, because I did enjoy that. Um, And then I would say for the film i'd probably give it a 2.5 it's it's a good idea it's a good try you said you said jeff wanted to watch it with you what did jeff yeah. think so jeff likes it because of the action but uh -huh. there's also a lot of like wait i thought they were gonna lock down the casino how did he get out <laughs> yeah. wait blah 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 wait, yeah, ringo ringo wasn't able to watch it with me uh but he like he I'm glad he didn't, because usually his reviews are, that movie was shit. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> not, that's him. So, and, and Nick, er, and you know, Jeff is always like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Like, it's, you know. Until I'm, he walks away and goes play Skyrim like, Yeah, he's like, well, it's <laughs> For Elder so, Scrolls. So, so he, you know, he watched it, and you watch, it's, it's like, I, I think I put somewhere in my notes, it's like a stereotypical action film we're not Nobody everything was paying up. attention to these the the cinematography. Nobody was paying right. attention to the continuity, and they were just like, "Let's just do this." Yeah, let's just <laughs> you know have some fun and stuff. So, so and if Nick wants to give us some more insight on this, I'd love for him to contact us. <laughs> yes, internal cauldron at gmail dot com. <laughs> yep, we're ready for you, Nick Nicholas. Uh, we're, we're waiting. <laughs> Here we are, folks. We made it through another Nick film and another podcast episode. You know, not the best um, <laughs> film. Maybe not our best podcast. Well, I, I feel like, like the movie's a little bit of a hot mess, and so was this week's podcast. I, like, I can't keep my brain straight because this movie was just like... Cause, Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, exactly. But, like, every time you, like, so I'm really glad that you had, not me, had to do this. Because, <laughs> because I feel like I wouldn't have been able to talk about the synopsis of this at all. I just tried to glean the good. Because it, it's like every time you start to write something, he's like, zoop, it was two minutes forward from right. now. So then it's different from what you just fucking wrote down. Yeah. It was just. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, this one this one this one's a little different. It's a tricky one. Yeah, it's a tricky one. But it is what it is, you know, and, and next paid some bills <laughs> and got some people you I know, was like experience next movie and everything. And now <gasps> we can talk about what we're gonna do next. Our next movie. I'm so excited about this one. I'm so excited about so, this one. So we're gonna we're I'm gonna do something maybe fun. So our next holiday 
that we we were pushing for. Well, she Father's did Air Bunnies Day. Again. Air Bunnies, aka. Air Bunnies. <laughs> no, that's from so. Uh, <laughs> that's from Gloria on uh, fam- uh, Modern Family. She goes Air Bunnies, and it's like so. You did air quotes or Air Bunnies? Okay. So our next one is for Father's Day. So we'll give a quick pause if you can think into your brain and yell out loud in your car or room. What movie do you think is going to be for Father's Day? What you might think it is for Father's Day in five, four, three, two, one. Mom, Mom and Dad. Dad. Oh my God, I'm so excited! I'm so for excited to watch this again, guys. I this love is a great this movie. movie. I can't wait. It's a sawzall. I can't. I I feel <sighs> like I feel like we watched it the one time and we loved it. But I'm glad we have watched it already one time so that yes. now we can really Woo! sink And we can it. tell you how fucking amazing this is, It's guys. so good. Like, we're Jesus really excited Christ. about it. The last time I saw it was available on Hulu, I think. I think last I think time it was still it was on Hulu. Yeah. I haven't looked since. I don't. It was great. That's how we watched it. I, we watched it together we watched just together. hanging it was out so, before the podcast. We even started this. Yeah. And Jeff was like. Beep, boop, 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 playing video games. And then he kind of like, he's like, I want to watch this with this movie. (laughs) So good. It's real great, you guys. I'm really excited. I'm glad we're getting to do one that we love next. I know. know. We've been trying to do like, keep you on this roller coaster. (laughs) Gotta keep you on your toes. Shitty, (laughs) shitty ones. Well, I'm like, maybe some that we think are shitty might be good. Yeah. And we just need a different perspective. So please, you know, like, follow us on Instagram, Mm -hmm. internal Caldwin. Damn it, Liz. Internal call. I would say damn it, vodka. <laughs> yeah, we'll blame it on the, the vodka. Drink sure, 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 sure. Um, Internal Cauldron of Emotions on Facebook. On Internal Cauldron of Emotions on Instagram. Yeah. Gmail.com. Yeah. Internal Cauldron. Let us know, like, what your thoughts are. Um, Please tell us if you have any drink suggestions, movie mm-hmm. suggestions. We've gotten yeah, a few suggestions know. so We've far. We've gotten some suggestions. Very excited. We are trying to fit in, so to the listener who mentioned Bad Lieutenant, we're trying to fit that in. Yes. Um, we've worked it out, but we, we're trying not to do all his best movies, first thing. Yeah, we so, we realize that... Because everybody has said that Bad so Lieutenant so is so really, really good, and we are just... I think we should save it for our next season. Right. We're, we're trying to make it through the year, and we're like, we can't do all the good ones, because yeah. then we'll be sad. <laughs> yeah, because if we do an entire season of shitty ones, no one's going to want to listen to us. We got Like we said, we got to keep you on your toes. We want to surprise you. <laughs> All right. Well, are you ready? I am ready. Are you ready off? to sign I'm ready off? for another one of these drinks. I know. That's really what you're ready for. <laughs> so, guys. And gals. Say it. Yeah, guys, gals, everyone. In all of our pals. Say it with us. Remember, in, in Nick, Nick we trust. Please enjoy these fun moments of us preparing for our super professional 100% authentically researched podcast. Hello and welcome to the Internal Cauldron of Emotion. I am Erin. Emotions. I am Tammy. Fuck. <laughs> Shit going on? Uh, I have to add it okay. when we do that. We Why do you take my glasses off? I can't fucking see. <laughs> you don't need to see. You're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, like, I can, res- I can talk about this movie completely... Without anything, any help at all. What is happening? Why can't I hear? From memory, from eight seconds of memory. Did I turn it down? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, mine's crooked. Is mine in the wrong thing? No. Did you put it in the wrong hole? No, it's in the right (laughs) hole. Hello, hello, hello. What? I can't hear myself. Wait, did I plug it in right? I should still be able to hear myself. 
Oh, the volume's down. Oh, I'm so stupid. <laughs> oh, it's I can gonna hear. be a great show tonight, Everybody, guys. welcome to the show we're okay. doing now. Mm. What's that? Oh, that's What's a paper that? hole thing. Yeah, it's a vintage hole come through. Just like that vintage box you gave me that is 100% a mystery and I'm mad at it. Mm, it's probably like calligraphy or... I swear, it's like, it's some kind of like, it's gotta be, I think it's, I really think it's like a notary box or something. I can see that. Hold on, I gotta position. I know, I forgot my Position, so I'm not gonna worry about it. I like it, because it's like, it's in my face. Oh, well, I forgot the doot doot that goes on top of this, like, again? Again. Oh my god. Doing a a hard lean. Oh my god, we're all gonna (laughs) go. It's so, so loud. loud. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is my bag of... <laughs> 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 yeah, we, we got like there one We got drink. one drink. <laughs> I can't reach my box. <laughs> <laughs> you can't reach your box? <laughs> I got it now. I got my thingy. <laughs> right. This is my spit guard. <laughs> I can't put it in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> You can't reach your box, and I can't put it in a hole. We are a pair. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I really can't. You need some help? <laughs> no, I got it. That's what we got. I tightened your spit thingy, because you remember it was, like, swinging around. Maybe I like my thing to swing around. I don't like it. It the makes me uncomfortable. Your spit thing swing around like a ding dong. Is it not a song? <laughs> it's, it's, your dicks, do your, do your ears, your tits? do your ears hang low, it's do they wobble, ears? do they go? Okay, well, I was like, is it your dick? <laughs> no, I definitely, dick, I definitely, I definitely sing, your dick hang low. I definitely do tits, though. Do your tits hang low, do they wobble to and fro? Right. Can you tie them in a knot? Can you tie them in a bow? Can you throw them over your shoulder you like two. a continental soldier? Do your tits hang low? Right, okay, but I thought that was a real song. Is it ears? <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. This anyway, is what we should probably like record some shit. Well, this is our test as usual. <laughs> <laughs> meow meow. 